Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to October's very own, uh, the podcast by Noisy. This is Dan Ozzie. This is Eric Sunderman. Hello. You look so serious right Thank now. Thank you. Well, I want to get to it. This is the only podcast where every day we talk about Father John Misty. So I just want to get right into it. Last album wasn't a big fan of, but Honey Bear, I thought, was Honey Bear's good. You know, double no, album. I think. Double LP. Um, the newest record is bad. That's not Honey Bear. I haven't, no, I know. I'm going back two years. I liked Honey Bear better oh, than this What's the name record. of the newest record? I don't even know. I haven't Something listened to it. Something about America. Something about America. America's good. Is that Make the name America. of the record? No. It? You're just no, I don't it's, it's, it's something about, about America. Well, Make America Drake again. Oh, that's a good segue. Yeah. If we were doing a podcast about Drake, that would be a great segue, but we're not. This is a podcast about Father John Father Misty. Father John Misty. Every day. He's, Josh Tillman. I just think it's really interesting how he he just is so ironic, but not ironic. Oh, that, I I get him. <laughs> you know, as a as a straight white male in America, like I just really I, get. I understand where Dynasty. he's coming from, and he's just draping himself in so much irony that you can't actually make fun of. Totally, him. Um, totally. Like I actually, we get it. I actually do really like Father John Misty, and it took him literally tweeting at me for me to like you've him. been trying to be bros with him i know How's i want i want him i he got well he deleted twitter so mm. i don't know what to do now <laughs> you have no lines of communication i have no lines of communication other than just tweeting at him we had a good little bit going he father john come on the podcast father john missy come on the podcast talk about drake <laughs> we do talk about drake i was being sarcastic but we talk about drake in every episode, mm-hmm. not Josh Tillman. Yeah, it's fuck your that personal guy. prison. It's our personal <laughs> hell. <laughs> We're in the Drake chamber, and we have guests today. Mm. Repeat guests. Yeah, two repeating guests from Noisy, Colin Joyce, Hello. Trace. Sorry, that was my bad. You stomped. You stomped <laughs> on my introduction. And that's all I had planned. I was going to say Colin Joyce and then Trey Smith and then you guys together were just going to go like hello, just like in unison, <laughs> like the Three that? Stooges. Yeah, we can, we can can we do that? that? <laughs> all right. So here we have uh, Eric Sunderman, Colin Joyce, Trey Smith. Hello. Okay, I feel like Eric, you got to go a when little did this bit. Like Hi. Sports talk radio. <laughs> we need like, like we need a buzzer. Like, yeah. All right, um, give me a diet coke. We're gonna talk about the Yankees. Um, he's got CC Sabathia. I mean, we can talk about the Cubs game. That like we can't. This is a podcast gonna date about Drake. This podcast is gonna live forever, Eric. You can't talk about dated stuff like baseball games. It's America's pastime. Players. Cubs. They're doing well. Innings and scores. I mean, we should be talking about hockey, though, if this was a big podcast. I'm sure nobody. Or basketball. We did talk about. Women's volleyball, I would like to talk about. Okay. 
bet Drake likes women's volleyball. Probably. He's he a big fan of tennis, too. Yeah. Well, did he date one of the Williamses? People think so. Serena Williams and him dated. Is that but right? I don't know if they. I don't know if it was like official, but like he he. It wasn't like Instagram official. They they went on a couple of dates. I wouldn't yeah. say they dated. So who do you think yeah. who do you think was the uninterested party, or was it just a mutual chemistry is not right here? Definitely Serena. Yeah, for sure. Drake definitely is probably he's probably the kind of guy who's like fun to hang out with right away, but then it's just like it's like buddy, like why are you? Clinging something like, mm. why are you texting me so much? Yeah. Like, why does everything have to smell like lab? Like, yeah, like, you know dude, this is our second date. Like, yeah. you didn't need to give me an anniversary gift. You know, when you're hanging out with somebody and they're talking about like making plans for the next time you hang out, yeah, you're like, hey man, just enjoy this moment that we have right now, yeah, right, you know. And he's making here. plans not only for the next time, but then like, but then maybe next, yeah, the next yeah, weekend yeah. we can go upstate. And you do know? you think like for Thanksgiving you'd want to come to my like my family usually does it, and you're like, man, look, it's May, he's like, it's May thirteenth, right yeah. and you're talking about things. Thanksgiving. I'm just thinking about Flag Day. I've been delaying. <laughs> <laughs> Drake seems like a big fo- now. Drake's Canadian. He wouldn't celebrate Flag Day. Yeah, but it's oh, yeah, absurd, Eric. Get it off the podcast. I'm, sho- I'm shocked that you guys didn't do a Canadian Thanksgiving special last oh, week. I know, I, but you know, my girlfriend's Canadian. <laughs> yeah, Eric's girlfriend's <laughs> from Toronto. If you're listening, call in <laughs> to this recorded, pre-recorded. She podcast. listens. That she said that the podcast was good. Uh huh. She did. <laughs> That's because y'all live with each other. See, you know, Trace. Yeah. Met her. Uh huh. Uh-huh. No, yeah, I'm not gonna say names, but she's a real person, and uh, she doesn't go to another. Thank school. you. Yeah. Thank okay. you. <laughs> From All Degrassi right. High, your girl. From girlfriend. Degrassi High. Uh, I've been delaying our topic today <laughs> for as long as I can because I don't know what the fuck this topic is. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you guys seem to be stoked on it. That's serious cool. musical criticism. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This, is, this is a pretty serious episode mm-hmm. of the podcast. Can we get like some as music you can that's like? Like the cereal theme? Can we just rip off the cereal theme? Yeah, song? I, I don't think that we can. I, I, no, Rob, I think Rob's our producer, nodding yes, our producer's but I think nodding. So nodding yes. <laughs> yeah, so that that means that we can we or at least like some cool it. like ocean noises. I think we should do SVU. Dun 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 dun. Oh no, that's it's, definitely it's, illegal. It's not that serious. I think it's it was not, illegal. <laughs> <that you> just, <laughs> I want to bring it back. It's not that serious. We're going to talk about music. Yeah, a good point. Well, so what are we going to talk about today, Dan? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> well, okay, all right. So what we're going to talk about, though, let me explain it. Actually, why don't you explain it, Colin? Oh, sure. Well, actually, no, this was Trey's idea. <laughs> this was Trey's idea, so Trey should explain it. Somebody yeah, explain I just, it. I just said I'm it not out loud explain. this morning, and this is, okay, we're I, we, running maybe, with it now. <laughs> we should pull back the curtain. This is how the podcast gets made. Trey said something at about noon and uh-huh. and then Eric was like that's a good idea for an episode of the podcast yeah. and then he was like we're gonna do that in like three hours yeah so get your shit together yeah. I want you coming with three pages of notes annotated yeah I don't know I was, uh, I was tweeting or something yeah. <laughs> um so what what is it that we're talking about we're talking about 40 40 good number. yeah 40 uh if you Noah. know who Drake is you know about Noah how do you pronounce his last name didn't look that up. Shabib. 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 Noah Shabib. Shabib sounds yeah. right. That sounds right. I apologize. I feel like a fool right now. Yeah, 40. Uh, you, you feel free to let us know. Uh, you know just, yeah, 40. You know be on the podcast. Yeah. This is how we're going to get to Drake. We go to his lesser known cohorts. He's pretty well no, he's known. Pretty yeah, but he's not as well known as Drake. Yeah, okay. I, let's go all the way down to like his least famous friend until we're just pleading with them. Uh, it's definitely Greg. I mean, we had Jonah in here. 
he met Drake for two hours. Yeah. I mean, he good app. Yeah, <laughs> good app. Great if you haven't listened to that episode, go back good after app. this one. An interview with a guy who met Drake for two hours. Yeah, that was classic. That that was that was a good ass episode. Good app. Um, so we're talking about forty, and we're talking about his place in the history uh, canon of. Uh, hip hop and rap um, as a producer, right? Sure. Okay. <laughs> Which is actually how excited Trey always is to be on this podcast. That's what we're doing. What were you going to so say? So the context is that um, Forty, even by Drake, is widely credited as the architect of the Drake sound. Yeah. If such a thing exists. What well, is it's the Drake sound? Because someone... yeah, that's it. So just like ocean. Waves breaking stuff you can get like real emotional over. Mm. Yeah, like yeah. that, like kind of introspective, spacey. It has a life of its own, yeah. but it's not overtaking you. When when we talk about what Drake sounds like, you're talking about that sort of introspective, moody music. But there's a, actually a lot of stuff in Drake's catalog that doesn't fit within that. But anything that does fit within that is forty. Yeah, involved. like he he produced most of Take Care, right? Or like Um he produced or, a handful of songs on there. He produced ten songs on Views. That was yeah. like his big project. Yeah. But he's been involved in basically everything since he's kind of, 2007. Yeah, he, he he's he's the the but I don't want to say puppeteer because I think Drake is more than a pretty face. But um you know I think he, he is kind he is the one behind the scenes you know, kind of orchestrating the sound and what where he goes creatively, artistically. Um, I don't know how much. I mean, I wonder sometimes how much uh, Forty has to say about Drake's celebrity in general. Like, does he does does Drake run it by Forty if he wants to go on SNL? You think? I don't know. I, it's I, not I, his I yeah, no, it, it it's not management, but he. I think he. If if there's such a thing, I guess he's. A, it would be like a creative director or yeah. something. But he also runs OVO Sound. I guess yeah. that's like an important thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> if the, it, it's like the equivalent of a manager, <laughs> but but for just the music. So I uh, I have. To, should I just yeah. go through the basic biographical Colin put it together a little bio. It's so a, I would say it's a, a dossier um, <laughs> pulled from Wikipedia. Shout out to Wikipedia. Um, he is a 34 year old producer. Producer from Toronto. He's thirty-four. Yeah, thirty-four. Oh, I didn't. Okay. I mean, Drake's yep. turning thirty-one this month. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so he's like a father figure to him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, interestingly enough, uh, Forty was also a child actor, like Drake. Whoa, really? I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, he was on um, some television shows, and most famously was one of the four boys in the Virgin Suicides. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Um, he was one is, of the virgins. <sighs> I don't think that, that that I mean he was he might have also been a virgin in that movie, but that's not. You should read the book. <laughs> <laughs> it's too complicated to get he into. He doesn't read books; he writes books. So just infinite jest. Give me in one sentence if you can. Um, alcoholism, uh, tennis, and uh, the afterlife. That's good. That's not a sentence. That's not a sentence. Yeah, but <laughs> that was just three words. Good, yeah, though, pretty good, actually. Yeah. All right. Um, so what okay, else so is for, for, yeah. <laughs> He was he was on an episode of Goosebumps. Also, wait, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, which one? Uh, something about eating worms. Wait, you're saying an episode of Goosebumps, but I'm thinking, are you afraid of the dark? Yeah, well, you're wrong. But Goosebumps, like, <laughs> yeah, I got that trait. Right. <laughs> yeah, but I'm thinking wrong. of the Goosebumps books. I forgot there was even a Goosebumps. There's a t- show. television program. Uh, he won some award for some Canadian TV show that I've never heard of, and I didn't write it down because it didn't seem important enough. I'll to ask me. my Canadian. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
Um, <laughs> I want to one day do an episode where we have Eric's Canadian girlfriend, and she's like, exists. "Oh, Eric, I've heard so much about your podcast." <laughs> <laughs> just, it's just Eric with a wig on. <laughs> Fuck you, Dan. <laughs> oh, I want some poutine, eh? So he was also a child star. Um, his mom was in A Christmas Story, interestingly enough. Who did she she was the Christmas? teacher. Oh, now you got Dan's attention. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. Now I like 40. She, yeah. she also didn't do, she didn't do much else. She was also she was in other things, but okay. that, was, that was her her star role. Okay. Um, he says in a Fader article that I read that he grew up listening to R&B, Makes and his, his favorite producer growing up was DJ Clark Kent. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a good choice. Yeah, 90s rap luminary who produced uh, most famously Mariah Carey's Loverboy. Um, and the Fader article that I saw said that he first met Drake on the video set for Replacement Girl. Do you know that song? It is a incredibly early Drake video. It was oh. like... You'll have to check it out. Um, since you host, what did, what since you host, host a Drake podcast, uh, <laughs> this podcast isn't about learning <laughs> so much as it is performative endurance. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what what did Drake sound like at that point before he th- this um, collaboration? I, it was honestly like not a million years away from what his sound is like now. It was it was still kind of like R and B influenced rap stuff. Um, Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. That video ended up getting played on BT and stuff like that back yeah. in the day, apparently. Um, but it wasn't like a huge sensation. It was still unsigned at that point. A post-Degrassi, a pre, pre-record deal. Mm. Um, but they met on the set for that video because a mutual friend thought that they would get along. And uh, 40 played him 10 beats uh, just on the set. I can't, I can't imagine how this awkward is a pretty, that Yeah, be. this is a pretty funny thing to imagine, like yeah. 40 and Drake meeting at one of Drake's 2000, early... So 2007, if if Drake would have been 21 years old, yeah, uh, sitting on a video set, listening probably to... drinking a beer. Yeah, listening to beats playing from probably an, an iPhone 1. Yeah, was the iPhone around then? Yeah. When did the wait, iPhone... this was 2007. Yeah, it might have been like we'll the have first to read uh, yeah. Motherboard oh. Editor's Brian Merchant's book about yeah, the history out, of the iPhone. Yeah, that's go pick that up. Yeah, I Brian Merchant, yet, but great guy. Great. You writer. know if I can read that? If I can get that on my iPhone? Like if I can get, download it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I, okay. I guarantee it. So we played him ten beats. Uh, Drake did not buy any of those beats, um, but they uh, quickly went into the studio after that and spent two days in the yeah. studio. So he didn't um, want to buy the milk. He wanted the cow. Exactly. Uh-huh. Um, and from I guess from that point forward, he was like 
Drake's sole engineer. He wasn't, I don't think that he was working with him a ton as a producer right off the bat, but he was the guy that was like recording everything that Drake did um, for years and years and years. So from like 2007 onward, and he got some production credits on So Far Gone and stuff like that. And that was kind of the start of their creative collaboration. Um, Yeah. So now do you think at this point when Drake's working on a song and he doesn't hit 40 up, do you think 40 is like upset about that? I don't, I wonder, I legitimately wonder if that's ever happened. Um, the fader article was written in 2011 and, um, it said that every single note and vocal snippet or, or beat or anything that was recorded, whether 40 worked on it or not, went through 40 before. So pre 2011 that happened. At, at least in 2011, that, okay. that was the case. Mm-hmm. Um, so everything, like literally everything. <laughs> so if nothing else, he was shaping things that way, like as, as like a curatorial ear before before it got to Drake, um, which is huge, I guess. Like if that's the moment when Drake's like starting to shape what pop rap radio would be right. um, for the ensuing decade, then. 40 is shaping Drake at that moment, which is pretty huge. Um, Drake said at the time, that's my brother within the realm of music. That's the only person I'm related to. Yeah. Oh, wow. And that's, it stuck with, he stuck with that too. I'm, I'm looking back right now on Drake's Instagram because I remember um, a moment. We had an episode about Drake's Instagram, yeah, by the way, if you check want to it go out. back and look. Pretty good. Cella. um but the the night before that views came out that thursday night i remember drake did this very heart heartfelt post um that where he kind of credited 40 with everything that he's that he's done in his career i still drake posts a lot to instagram jesus right that's why we did a whole episode i mean this was a while ago but not that um, I, yeah, I guess jumping back to what we said earlier, Views was especially like a 40 project in the, in some press that was like leading up to it. Uh, Drake said that he worked with a lot of different people for, if you're reading this, it's too late. And that was kind of like the reason that it felt pretty disjointed. And I think that he, he liked that, but he was like, if I'm going to make an album, I'm going to make it with 40 basically. No, it was a photo of, of him. Like, if, if I'm going to make my grand artistic statement, it's going to have to come from this guy. Right. Oh, and it's kind I, of funny. I think I got it. It's kind of funny that... that so then, they're kind of like a Gucci, Zaytoven early on thing. Yeah. Except, and minus all the other... Gucci decided to go do his own kind right. of thing at some points, and Zaytoven's like, I'm hanging out. Yeah. I'll produce for whoever. Yeah. So before the night that Views came out, he said, before we do this, I just want to say, there's a photo of 40. Before we do this, I just want to say thanks, man. Thank you for the years you spent working with some of Toronto's true legends honing your craft. Thanks for dro- thanks you for dropping everything to work with me after we met and realized we had something special. Thank you for pushing yourself despite like, blah, blah, blah. It's just like, really long. And then, um, and then he says, text me when you're ready to start the next one. So, you know, it's, it, he cares a lot about 40. <laughs> and, he seems and, like a good friend. Yeah, I mean, uh, and, but it's kind of funny though because views is so divisive, you know, and like, and it's like, if well, that, yeah, it wasn't very good, but I don't know if that's 40's fault. I think that that record does sound very good. Though. It does, it, yeah, and that is 40's like his like uh, pinnacle moment, I think, as a producer and kind of crafting that sound that was probably in that Drake and him kind of invented, I guess. Yeah, kind of. or at least at least popularized. Yeah. Um. So, he to the point of the sound he. Um, said in 
uh, some press uh, that he had always been interested in combining <coughs> rap and R&B. That was, like, always his thing. That's what he loved about Clark Kent, and that's what he wanted to bring when he started working on his own music, too. He's like, uh, I've been trying to force-feed R&B to rap music and make rap more musical. That's what he said. And I think that... Yeah, he kind of did it. Yeah, no, li- like, he legitimately did. Like, it, w- whether it, that's, like, a good thing or not is, like, up for debate, I think, but, like he and Drake made rap radio sound different than they did before than it did before. Yeah. I think that's pretty indisputable. Yeah, I think it's pretty yeah, that's pretty. So where do we where do we see I mean, where do you see 40 fitting in? I'm curious what you guys think about this in like the the canon of of rap music like as a producer, I mean, well, that's where, that's a tough one. Yeah. Cuz like you can't deny the talent and all that and like the influence and all, but he's kind of only done it through a few people. Like, if it's not a Drake record, he's producing for somebody else, and it's Drake's sometimes involved in those. Other yeah. times, there's a, also Omen, another producer he works pretty closely with on occasion. <laughs> and it's clearly he's very good, but it's like, can he make everyone sound good? I guess is the question. One of the most disappointing things about um, What a Time to Be Alive was because I, when, I, when that was announced, I was so excited to hear future rap on a 40 beat. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, what yeah. is this going to sound like? This is going to be sick. And then it didn't happen. And it was just like, oh, <laughs> I'm not throwing Southside up and yeah. down. And then the only 40 beat on it was just Drake's only song, like the solo song that he had. Do you think 40 could... Not, I mean, not to say that he could make Future sound good. Future don't really have trouble on that. On Let's song. not get into that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Future like, February, <laughs> twenty eight or twenty nine days. I mean, we can do it. That podcast about for almost Ooh, every buddy. tape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shit. Let's move. Yeah, let's file that one away. But it's like TM. No one steal that. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you want to hear Future on the forty beat? Like no, like really, really. Like is is that something that you want to hear Future try to navigate? Is that something you want to hear Forty try to like build for somebody else? I think so. Yeah. I mean, because I like think... I mean, for me, one of the most annoying things about What a Time was like hearing Drake trying to rap on a Metro beat when he clearly was only writing. What did they write that in? Like six days. Yeah, and it's like, okay, when Drake has the time, but, like, Metro beats are kind of, like, they feel like when you're in the moment and you just got to get on and, like, rap your ass off. And I don't know if Drake's really, Drake's clearly not built for that kind of rapping, so, like, I don't know. Future just getting on and, like, with his whole work process of just, like, getting in and saying a bunch of stuff, does that really work for a 40? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I wonder, I don't know if 40 produced the, what was the Take Care song that had... Was there a Take Care song that had a future feature? No. Um, it was... Was that or nothing was the same? Nah. Uh, future was, was on Grammy on Views, and that was a Southside beat, I believe. Uh, okay. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, I, I guess I just... But it's, it's like a 40 lean in Southside beat, because like, Southside beats are usually various. Sounds like f- the fucking sky's falling, and this one was a little <laughs> more subdued. Totally. Yeah, yeah I, think that, I think to your point, there's there's sort of like a... If if Drake's one of his things is liking like expensive feeling things or like things that are like gestures of luxury, a, a forty beat is like the pinnacle of that musically. Yeah, Tuscan leather. Yeah, like that is <laughs> that is it. There's like there's this there's kind of this feeling that like all of the moving pieces are like perfectly engineered together. There's no rough edges. It's it's like it's. 
I don't know. It's it's just feels nice. Yeah. Like all of his beats just feel nice it's even when they're warm sad. Bath. Yeah. No. Totally. Yeah. And I and I don't think that every rapper would work on that, but there's I think there's some like Trey Song stuff that he's produced. Um, I think Drake was on most of those songs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, back to that point that you raised earlier, that a lot of the stuff that Forty's done for other musicians also involves Drake. Apparently, in 2011, in the, at the time of this article, Forty was like running all of his other collaborations past Drake because he just like only really only wanted to work with Drake or people that Drake liked. Yeah. And these two have a real codependent relationship here. I mean, I think I think so. Yeah. yeah it's, it's like you and Eric, dude. <laughs> 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 um, well, we're in, we're nearing the end of our time here. Oh, wait, are we really? Are yeah, we? I started oh, that time a bit late. Okay. I was I was doing my Father John Misty bit. One uh, other thing that I wanted to get in though b- before we before we do end uh, sure. is is that I think that Forty has really good taste mm-hmm. um, as the the OVO sound episodes uh, like demonstrate. Like uh, Drake's like fascination with dance music seems to be filtered through 40s own um and i don't know the the like jamie xx samples and stuff like that i don't think i don't know to what degree drake is is like out there like like going out dancing but yeah i think he's definitely getting past things by 40 yeah i think that's 100 percent it and i think that that's like a good person to have in your corner no matter what is like uh someone who can like know you better than you and know what's going to work for like the way that you work oh Eric it is like us yeah it is just like us what am I going to say right now I I want a sandwich yeah but I was going to just remind people to like us on yeah. subscribe on iTunes Apple so, yeah you know if you if you like what you hear give us a Give us a, uh, some stars. And hey, visit the noisy.com website. Plenty of good yeah. Drake content We've there. got some, yeah. Do we own the noisy.com URL? Or, yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Noisy.com, we have that. <laughs> Noisy.org. <laughs> noisy with an E. Noisy with an E. Noisy with an E. I, I, just, I, I always type out in full noisy.vice.com. No, dude, you, just dog, you can just do noisy.com. I'm a real brand You're wasting loyalist. your time. <laughs> you're saying, you're, I, I, think about I how much time. Request. Yeah. Can we end this episode with Eric making 40 beat sounds like he's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, this has been October's very own. Here is Eric to take us out with his 40 beats through his mouth. <laughs> Subscribe and like. <laughs>
Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.